0: Guts Over Fear podcast, hosted by Matthew Cullen and Brian Warner. Follow on Twitter
1: at Guts Over Fear IE. So how was things top notch? How are you?
2: Oh, good, thanks. I just released a new music video there on Valentine's Day. You show me how we could, could, up my
1: love, 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 love. You know it's uh, top notch on the Ireland's Got Talent, yeah? How was that for you?
2: Do you know what? It was a lovely experience. You know, I made it to deliberations and I felt it was really good, you know. Hello. Hello. What's your name? My name is Top Notch. That's not your real name, is it? No, so that's my stage name. Oh. Yes. And what's your real name? My real name is Arazu, and it means a wish. A witch? A wish. Oh, sorry. Not a witch. I thought you meant a witch. Like
1: these two. <laughs> like me. <laughs> and uh, was your fan base got bigger since you went on? Would you go back onto it?
2: I would definitely. I definitely rap next time because I know that I was keen on doing a bit of rapping instead of the singing. Yeah. So.
1: Why'd you not do the rapping instead of the singing? Like, why? You should have done both a bit of mix, no?
2: I know, I would have been, um, I would have been with the father of my baby at the time and I didn't really yeah. get a choice in that matter at that time, so that's kind of where it was at. So,
1: do you think you've gotten a lot bigger, a lot stronger since then, yeah?
2: Definitely, yeah.
1: Definitely, yeah. and then you obviously got like, uh, what did you get, the four X's was it? I got three. Three, three, three yeah. So, you, 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 want to, um, you want to go back and, you know, make sure that you don't get any more X's. you know? Um, so, yeah. since then, since then, like, how, how was the path? How was your music career? Did you think it was over at that stage or did you think this is going to make me bigger? Do
2: you know what? I definitely didn't think it was going to stop me because, you know, when you have something there and it's something that you love, it just keeps continuing. It won't stop, you know. So for me, it was the beginning of moving forward and taking direction from what, you know, the mistakes of that competition, you know, where I went wrong. And like, I think it's definitely made me grow a lot since. Good to be true now our love
0: is due our love is due. i don't want to be in love alone i want to be with you i want to kiss you i'm sick of kissing your picture i miss you i want to give you a hug and baby i wish you would come back into my life forever because my broken hair picture
2: i feel that i've grown as an artist definitely you know we like my music and content before I would have been working with previous producers I'm working with the same producers, Belchers only now
1: well, You can see it by your videos, from day one that your videos, definitely your videos and your music has gone up again, you know That's
2: And right. that's
1: the main thing, you can see, it's like a show, like, you know we can see it by your videos and the context of the videos has gone a lot better each time and you that's can only learn each week you know, so you can see the producing team that you have is a lot better than the last one and the music that you are making yeah. now. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad to your last producing team, you know, but you can see it going up and going up and gone a lot better compared exactly. to what you started off. So the they going on to Love Island, oh sorry, Love Island.
2: Love
1: Island. Uh, <laughs> o- 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 Oil not yet, anyway. soon um um the Island's got talent has yes. made you bigger. But that's what I was saying to you because it'll take a lot of people would have went down the, that road, you know. Was it I, like I gave up the music career? But you said, Look, okay, yeah. this is gonna make me stronger. This is it, yeah,
2: exactly. You know? It's what I love, you know. Yeah, do you know what that done. track
1: reminds me of? Um, when you were playing it there, that, uh, I don't know, it's years ago, this band S Club Seven.
2: Um,
1: have you heard that it just reminded me of that a little bit. I don't know why. I just when you were playing it there, and really then when, when uh, you were singing there, do you know the, the band S Club Seven?
2: That's right, I would have grown up listening to them, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know what it was, it's just when I hear that and I playing, it just reminds me of that band. So that's a good thing, not a bad thing. How long have you been singing anyway?
2: So, since I was eight, I started writing lyrics.
0: You're eight. writing lyrics? Eight. Yeah. No, so you don't know You know,
2: I don't know if you remember, we used to get the magazines and the cut-out lyrics, so I used to get them and then I'd learn from them and just be practising away, so.
0: <laughs> the cracking. What's your next thing to do, like?
2: So at the moment, I'm just kind of, you know, uh, just focusing on the record side of things and focusing on the music video. I will be going on holiday now for my birthday in April. So I'm going to be kind of, you know, planning when I get over there on what, you know, the next steps of my music as a career. Um, I was at the Leeds Festival there last year and that kind of, you know, opened me up to what where I want to take it, you know, yeah. there was 5,000 people, I was up in the front row and there was the likes of Thompson, Nettie and Silky performing and it was just, it was such a feeling after what happened with COVID and everything, yeah. just to have 5,000 people back together was amazing, you know.
1: Yeah, everybody was coughing on the that's <laughs> great, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. So you you're married the kids?
2: no. No ring on the finger yet, but I do have a girl, I have a little girl, and she'll be 5 in April.
1: And that's where you're going now. I do
2: have a partner as well, so.
1: And does she listen to your music, does she? Does she sit there and listen to your music?
2: She is absolutely amazing. Do you know, like, when she was about two, literally, she'd be looking at the telly and she'd be singing away and I'd be sneaking over a corner and she'd be singing away, singing a little heart out, But soon she turned around see me, she'd catch me, she'd stop and she'd get all shy and all. Be adorable. She's oh,
1: lovely. So she's going to be like our mommy when she grows up.
2: Yeah, she does always say it to me. It's so lovely to hear from her, like it's refreshing.
1: She's your biggest Beautiful. fan then, is she?
2: Yeah.
0: Do you ever have any rivals? You know, you're doing the rapping. No rappers yeah. have rivals.
2: Um, not that I know of. Secretly, who knows? But not that I know of. I get on with everyone in the rap scene. You know, I go to the events, and it's it's nothing but love and positive vibes. You know. Yeah, listen to uh, Danny
1: Boy. Dublin 24. It's Danny Boy.
0: Let me tell you all the story, let me lay you all bur on more fucking border. Stand Daisy out here. Spitting it out
2: I'm putting it together, man. Don't ask me the forecast because I'm not aware
1: the man Danny boy, um, From I'm, sure,
2: I'm not too sure. I'm sure I came across his music, you know, yeah, he's not brilliant. He's
1: a class rapper. He's only coming up um so look him all up right. on YouTube, he's he's very good. Um He's coming up and he's um, pulling out a couple of um, music videos there. i seen your
0: um, your collaboration with the. What was the guy's name? Brian, the when you did. The,
1: the, 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 oh, the video you sent me. the. Oh, yeah, mama, the one that. I don't know the guy's name. Mama, you've done a video with some old man.
2: Oh, he's a legend. Paul Tracy, that's right. <laughs> Celebrate We're
0: top notch for The 12 and 8 The liberties and crumbling We can both relate We had the same kind of struggles The same kind of fate Smacked me to the area And left the same state Lost a whole generation And plenty of our mates Terro-rect hubbub To all of the estates Trying to reach the Yonfork And we hope it's not too late
1: Yeah, we yeah, just, I... uh, we were watching that And we were just seeing yeah. that Just like that The music was gold But the acting was pretty poor Wasn't it?
0: <laughs> For your man Oh I didn't, no, I thought it was
1: funny. I yeah, it was I, no, it was funny in a way, but I just thought, like, you know, the music was good, but the, the video was a bit poor though, no? Are I you... feel, you
2: know, do you know what it is? I feel it was in the short space of time because literally Paul was going to Egypt, right? And we literally had a short space of time to get, like, the recording session done. Get Firstly, get our lyrics created, yeah. get our record session done, and the music video. So it's kind of like a tight space to get it all done. So I feel with the time limit, it was pretty good. But I know what you're saying. We could have, you know, if we had more time given, we could have yeah. done better.
0: Yeah, yeah but yeah. it meets to what we were saying there earlier, you, you start off, things progressively progressively get better, you know? So that's just an example of it. Look, look at us, like, you know, when it, Air Force on Brian, Air Force podcast, Yeah. pretty
1: shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> and what I was going to say at the start, like, you know, it's as the day go on. You can see, if you look on our, our YouTube videos, they've gone a lot better. And then if you listen to us on Spotify, you know, it's gone a lot better. It's just like your music career as well. Every day, like, compared to that to now, it's gone a lot better.
2: Hey,
1: hey yeah. but on the podcast there. Yeah. When you got that, uh, when you went down to Ireland's Got Talent, you know, as yeah. I said to you already, you know, with the, the exes and, the bad comments you got sort of some of the, the fucking judges there, you know, could have set a lot of people back and, and gave judges. up that career, but you didn't, you refused to give up your career and you left uh, Orange Gotham and built your career going better better, better each week and each video that comes along is getting a lot better.
2: Appreciate that.
1: And that like I said, with that video, if I wasn't happy with that video, I probably wouldn't have put it out. I probably wouldn't have dropped that. Probably said, "Look, okay, I'll wait till you come back."
0: No, I thought it was really interesting. The uh, the the age difference was really good. Like that, you you'd collaborate with someone like that was going to be my point. Not that the video was fucking. Look, you do anything and it's bleeding great, you know. Just people doing nothing. Uh that was great. <laughs> I've seen you on the Lewis once, though. On one of them. Yeah. You definitely, you didn't. You know, we were doing security on the Lewis, yeah. Don't
2: know. That's that. right,
0: I remember. Right, yeah. Mm. Well <laughs> you didn't get permission for that, did you on the Lewis doing the
2: video?
0: No. No. I you just jumped on, on act, it, not Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's great. Like the fucking uh, that's what you need to do though, you know. You don't you don't go around getting permission. Just get out there and do it. Look. But I thought it was good, so that's the only see any problem with it. But you can. just yes. I can just tell it's progressively better. It's it's definitely uh 100%, that genre as well that you're heading into is much better as well, you know. What would be your your biggest highlights so far since you started?
2: So, my biggest highlights would be when I performed there recently in Junos. It was just an amazing feeling. Like, I walked into a room full of, like, I'd say 60-plus people, and I went up, I'd done my track Level Up, and then I'd done my recent track Your Name. And I just felt the love in the room and it was actually funny because the guy they surprised had a blindfold around him so he didn't know who I was until my song was playing and then he realised and then he took it off, you know, but it was just a brilliant experience to perform like that, you know, Um, really enjoyed it, totally enjoyed it, yeah.
1: And have you got anything like, you know, before you go on stage that you do? to kind of get your nerves going and seeing others' nerves wrecking fire that go to open yes. the stage and what yes. reaction are you going to get? So is there anything that you do?
2: Yeah, so basically I would say to the person that has hired me just to have my song ready. So when I go in, I go straight into the song, you know, and I get psyched up from that and then, you know, it takes off from there.
1: So you don't, um, like, kind of, as I said, you don't prep yourself. Like, before you come on stage, you don't do a certain thing, like to say, for instance, go for a drink or have a smoke or... Operate. You know, kind of, yeah, yeah whatever, you don't, don't do anything, drink. you just jump straight onto the stage and boom, that's it, yeah. I do.
2: Yeah, no, I don't drink or smoke, so I just can't all nerves, you know, there's always nerves and excitement when I do these, you know, events and stuff, so I just try and get the nerves down and just the excitement just kind of takes over then.
0: So you don't drink or smoke, do you reckon that has anything to do with your uh, your ambition, your drive? You think you'd have the same drive now if you if you drank or smoke?
2: Yeah, I feel it has a lot of factors like that being one of them. I definitely feel having my daughter, you know, made me realise that longevity is important for me, you know, because oh, yeah. I want to grow with her, you know. So that that done a lot of thinking for me with that um in perspective, you know. I feel like when you have a kid, it just really does put a lot of things into perspective, you know. Whereas before, I wasn't, you know, that way inclined.
0: Yeah, where well, Yolo, yeah, yeah.
1: Yolo goes out the window,
0: doesn't it? When you have yeah, a kid. yeah, yeah. But Brian, you you were the same. You're you. Yeah, that's old why old I old jumped. Um,
1: pioneers, yeah, I jumped ship to Spain because Mounfle. Well, not because of him as well. I just see how bad Ireland's gone, you know. And it's just it wasn't. I I don't want my son to be growing up in that place, you know, um, and seeing that environment and, you know, how expensive it is to buy a house, you know. So in twenty years' time, when he's old, like how bad it is going to be for him. So he's only like one and a half now. So like you know, um, he won't really he know Ireland from going visiting his family and things like that, or else if he wants to go over to study or whatever, you know. But he he won't know that area, you know, that type of way. And as you, you just done there, you know, you do anything for your kids, you know. So, so that's so. That's well, not the reason why I jumped ship. There was always um time me head to go, you know, but that kind of gave me a little bit of push to do it now. It's now and ever, you know. So your whole life just changes and change. But like you're setting a good example there for your daughter, you know, because it doesn't matter if you get setbacks, you know, it's proven when you get setbacks, they make you stronger. Yeah. And you just need to keep going and follow your dream. Yes. Are you from the south side, north side, east side, west side?
2: That's a good one. I originally was sort south side north side and yeah. now I am south side, so bit of both.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's there's not a mad difference. You because you, you've lived in both, so do you see a mad di- what's the biggest difference you see? Do
2: you know, like it's uh, do you know, like this is the thing, I can't slate either off because you've got good and bad everywhere you are, you know. But I always found the south south side were very business orientated more so yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know?
0: A north side are more community uh or yeah. even even where Brian lives, the way he talks about it in Tal like yeah. communities, yeah, they're more north side, you know, and now they're getting fucking what do you think of the, the, the current refugee problem and are you on any it's... sides, are you neutral or what?
2: Do you know what? It's just it's really sad to see, you know, like after COVID you just want a bit of positive vibes and then there's you know what happened with Ukraine and then refugees and like, we're all born here. It doesn't mean we have to be against each other. It just means we have to solve it in a decent way. Like, of course, the Irish people are, you know, already suffering with, like, not getting by with, through, you know, prices getting higher. And then, yeah. like, they're bringing in more people. So, from that perspective, it's not being racist. It's just they're distraught with the fact of, like, living, you know, survival mode. So, it's just been tough, really, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it it, it is very hard, but, you know you can't understand where the people are coming from of violence, you know, we keep saying in the podcast, like, and this is why um, the protest, I actually like the protest because so far all the videos that I've seen on protesting, I haven't seen violence whatsoever. So that's really good, you know, because it's going on for so long and still no violence, you know. So you can kind of get where they're saying as uh, Top Notch said, it's the place to live in, everything has gone rocket. You know, the little things that these have in the community is now being filled up with uh, Ukrainians, you know, so like playgrounds and youth centres, and like you bring your child to the playground and it's, it's already full, uh, filled up. So it is hard for them, you know. The government needs to step in and they need to do something about it. Like. They need to listen to the Irish people. They're not listening, they just don't give a shit. Like, what do you think of the Garda now? The Garda getting a lot of fucking abuse and assaults, and that's uh, again, the government needs to step in, like here, you know. The, Imagine, like, like, the kids today. Imagine me growing up in the 90s, right, and uh, acting the way I am to the guarding. you know. There wasn't any video cameras then. You would have got a fucking slap and knock yourself out with, you know. would have yeah. belted you around yeah, with chop. a torch, you know. Yeah. So you would have got yeah. battered. But now everybody has a phone and bomb the recording, that's, fuck them phones, yeah. fuck them cameras, yeah. get them a slap. Hmm. Like there's, a, there's a, I don't know, the little young or whatever, I was watching the video there, and it was in the, the Bally Farmer, and it looked like a little young fella was trying to um hit a punch to the guy. there, eh? you know, and I was looking at it, I said, turn around there and just give him a right fucking hand to the jaw, you know, fuck these cameras, fuck these videos, if they're swinging punches, swing back, it's like anything in life, if anybody's swinging punches at you, swing back. Like, that's me on the Lewis. If I was on the Lewis and some fella was swinging digs at me, I couldn't care less how many cameras were on me. And I couldn't give a shit if he was 14 you know, or 16. He would have got slapped.
2: Yeah. You know, Brian, what I pick up from that is, for the rage of a child, like, you'd be thinking a kid that age should be happy. They've got their youth, you know, love yeah. life is great. But for them to be full of rage, where, like, what is so wrong? You know, um, like, I just, I feel like, from my perspective of like what happened, like, because I was in Ballyferma and, you know, there's a lot of lovable people and really nice people, you know, but yeah. with stuff like that going on, you know, that they're going through a lot of tough times for them to be like that. Like, um, I just feel like more needs to be done.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah 100% right. As we're saying, like, um, all these communities like um, Ballyferma and Fingers and Tallinnol and jobs and all, they always get bad criticism of people who didn't yeah. even live around the area. And, you know, when you're from around the area, like from where I am, as I keep saying, I have the nicest neighbours where my mama has, you know, and I don't bread. But, you know, and from me being around the area, I've known a lot of great people who've been through a lot of sticky situations, you know, where they've gone from the bottom to the top. And that's what learns in them places. You learn from these things, places like that, you know, yeah. you learn that you can hit rock bottom, but it's never the end, you know. And the people, like, and we said this before, you know, Opinions Matter, you know, Jeremy fucking Dixon there, you know, he criticizes people from Finglas and Ballyferma and the way they speak and everything else, you know, because he doesn't, he's not from around there, you know. Yeah. So he yeah. sees a video like in Bally, like, things what happened to Ballyferma and he criticizes the whole fucking state, you know.
2: Yeah, and no, that's what, exactly. That's
1: what like, pisses me off, like, you know, completely. Yeah,
2: well, well, this is it, exactly. Like, I know it's nice to have a laugh and a joke, but not on people's expense. And, you know, there's people out there that are going through turmoil, like, not all of us get, you know, the first-class experience in life, you know, unless we fight for it. And some people just, you know, see others do well, and then they're, like, you know, feeling like, well, what am I getting what this person's getting, you know? And then there's all this stress and anxiety, everything mixed in one, and, like... Like what you said, that show, it doesn't help people like that. It just helps people stay in the slums and stay, you know, you know, giving out and causing havoc and getting worse. Whereas people need to be more real. Like, like this is what I love about, you know, guts over fear, it's real talk, you know, it's yeah, it. like speaking out truth, you know, that's what more needs to be done like that, you know.
0: Yeah, we're trying to be. It's a, a bit low key, you know. Yeah. But we'll never, we'll never yeah. have a filter, though, you know. And we're not political. I've never voted in my life. Don't think you have,
1: yeah. You. I, I have, but I voted um once, and then because I was moving houses left, right, and centre, I was going from house to house, you know. And I couldn't get my voting card. For the life of me, I've never been sent a voting card after that, so I just didn't bother, you know. Um, yeah, but that's the whole point: no filter. You know, say what you want yes. to say, you know, and that's what I've always said about, you know, if you, like, you live in a state, I live in a state, Matthew lives in a state, you know, I'm sure Matthew has nothing but love for his state. Mm. And the that's same true. with me and everybody else, and that's why I hate when people criticise these type of states, um, they yeah. don't live in there, they don't know these people. Yeah. I criticise everybody because of video over social media. There is lovely people there. I know lovely people in Finglas. I know lovely people yeah. in Darindale and Fatima. I know lovely people <laughs> like in all them mirrors yeah. you know. And so sure. as people.
2: you mentioned. Yeah, as you mentioned Finglas, I just want to say, you know, because my heart's yeah. with Christy Dignam and his family, you know, so I'm just sending my blessings to him. He's an absolute legend. I got the privilege to meet him in person in 2012, so.
1: Oh, lovely, yeah. That, that's yes. kind of a bit of a heartbreaking, innit? is you know? A lot of young people dying lately, is A lot of young yeah. people. A lot of young um, people yeah. are just dropping like flies. Yeah. the COVID, COVID jab. Well, that's what they're saying. Like, even a lot of the football players now are dropping like, you know, um, yeah. dropping like flies, and these are healthy people. Just, yeah. It just goes for show, sure. you can say, yeah, the COVID job is killing these people, but it just shows you, you're not promised tomorrow whatsoever.
0: Well, the stats show the stats are showing that the countries that got the most uh, jobs, like New Zealand and all, now have the highest debt rate uh, at the moment, like, you know? So,
1: yeah, well, I don't believe in coincidence, don't go near you know, but um, well, well, I don't... have three, so I'm not getting enough, Oh, that's enough jabs from me, uh, I keep saying, I oh, have and that's it. Uh...
2: And like you were saying there, you know, I would have lost my childhood friend last year and, you know, it hit me, it really hit me hard because, you know, I used to think that we'd grow old together and we'd look back and laugh at when we were kids Mm. going around, like how mad we were and the laugh we had together, you know, so, it was sad, you know, and it just really puts things, you know, it just makes you feel like, you know, tell people how you're feeling in the moment.
1: Yeah, it's always like the same and tell people you love them when they can hear you, not when they can't hear you. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. people people cared about being judged, but if you think about it, when someone judges you, they, they spend about three seconds doing it, and then they move on, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you prevent yourself from doing something because of people judging you, don't, don't worry about it, it's only for three seconds in their whole day, like, you know? Then they're going to go back and think about their own shit life, you know? Because if they're judging yeah. people like that, they have a shit life anyway, like, you know?
1: Yeah, I always say, like, if somebody's judging yeah. me, it means I'm doing something right, you know, and they hate yeah. So, fuck them. Let them, let them, hey, let them judge you. Like, you've you've probably got a lot of bad comments, have you, over the the years?
2: Yeah. You know, I find, like, as we're saying there, definitely I feel it's a reflection on them, not Mm. me. So when they say something, it's actually a reflection on them.
0: Yeah, look, if they know I'm bleeding better to do, like, you know,
1: have you ever got somebody shouting bad stuff at you, walking down the street, or anything like that? I, uh,
2: I actually have to say, thankfully not. You know, oh, really? um, when people meet me in person, yeah, it's usually photographs and the yeah. up top notch, or if I'm going by on the bike, beep beep, top notch, hey, hey. you know, things like that, so yeah. Uh, yeah, you have a lot
1: of catchphrases, what's your best one?
2: So, you know where it's at. <laughs> yeah,
1: good job of affairs, where it's at.
2: Yeah, now there was one incident that I was shocked by, that happened, um, just by Dolphin's Barn, yeah. so there was Lads in the car, they see me on the bike and they were like, yup, top notch. And then I went to just wave. And then when I went to cycle on they hit into the car
1: in front of them and I was like yikes no, and I just kept cycling I said go. Cycle really fast, Yeah. The, out of there you know, good luck, yeah, I'm not I getting know. involved in that you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man I'd be, I probably yes. would have fell off the bike I and know. bitch laughing, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in bits I laughing. I was laughing though with my
2: nerves, I
1: was oh, like Oh I'd be, I'd be off the bike, I'd be in bits <laughs> laughing, I'd be like oh jeez yeah. you know where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> in the back of my car. Yeah. Do you know when you were
0: saying you, you were eight and you started writing rap, what made you at eight years yeah. old Start saying, well I'm going to write a rap And what was the raps like Can you remember?
2: Yeah, so basically my dad would have left when I was eight right. So when he left, I just felt like, you know, I missed him so much And it was like I was reaching out to him Because, you know, when I got to speak to him on the phone I was singing songs to him and all that kind of stuff So it always made me happy singing Yeah so um I just started writing then I remember writing some like cute little songs that kind of rhymed and stuff. So I always loved rapping, but I never thought I'd actually become a rapper, you know. So
0: Yeah, did you did you ever record yourself back then no?
2: Um, not really. It was always just writing stuff and I'd be with the girls in the car park and you know, they'd have shopping spelled S H O I'd be rhyming the S to the H L, you know, that kind of hate stuff like that. So yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah so we like, like at eight years of age is very young. You know, I'm very young. Yeah. As like, is your mom like a singer or rapper? Any entertainment in your family?
2: So she'd have the vinyl records playing. So I yeah. would have adapted to that growing up. So there'd be a lot of music in the family home. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you know the way some you get these singers and the rappers, or it's something what my ma used to be, or your ma is, or uncle, or something like that. You know, and the thing that's what I yeah. said it's any other music in the family, or is it just you?
2: Yeah, when well, my mum's creative, she's an artist. Well, I'd yeah. be more creative in the music side, so it'd be a different kind of creativity, but she still, she loved painting. Oh,
0: yeah, same thing, really. Once you're creating, yeah. you're
1: creating it. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't yeah. matter, what, what, it doesn't matter once what, it's creating it. Yeah. And what you, yeah, uh, advertisement or something? What's in your story there, like, for Barry's Tea or something? What's the story behind that? <laughs> Is that just a yeah, laugh no. or something, you know? Because i seen you with your Barry's Tea there, and I, I like Barry's <laughs> Tea. It's my favourite yeah. tea, so, like, I get a box, I have a, a box... Over from here a mate of mine who came up from um, his holidays, you know, he um, he went to Puerto Rico and we met down and he brought me back a, a box of Barry's tea. And then yeah. when we were up in Dublin, we got a box of um, Barry's tea. So I have a lot of tea there, you know. But I was seeing your, um, your story and I was like, what the hell, is she advertising for Barry's tea or is this just <laughs> a joke? What, what's behind that?
2: Yeah, no, so, like, I do like Yorkshire tea now from England as well, but Barry's tea, I just, I felt like I'd do something nice. (laughs) So I goes, I'll do something nice, and I, you know, discussed about, like, a cup of tea, positivity, so it's just a saying, but Barry's tea company did get in touch with me, and they really liked it, so they were happy that I did do that, you know, so that was nice.
1: So have you got another album coming out, or that's just the video you have from the Valentine's Day?
2: Yeah, I do. So, I actually, do you know what? I have uh, something here that is kind of like, like a bit of a, like, wow. You know, I was working in the Academy, w- one of Ireland's biggest nightclubs. Yeah, and, you, you know, Belters belt Only. Yeah, you know, Belters Only, right? So, they were actually performing on Halloween night. So, this is how, like, my music came back to me because, you know, I was working there for some time and. I remember being behind the bar serving the pints and a girl came up to me and she was like, what are you doing working here? And I looked at her to be like, you know, and she was like, you should be up on stage. Well, I tell you, I did end up on stage and it got me sacked from the academy. (laughs) So basically you're not allowed Yeah, You're not allowed to be on stage as a worker there. So basically what happened was I was on a 15 minute break So I thought, lovely, I know the crew belt is only, why not go up there for me break? So I walked over to the side of the stage and Robbie, the DJ, seen me and was like, come up, come up, come up. So I walked up and he gave me a hug. And he said, like, I will tell you, this is a quick high to a quick low. Says, everybody give it up for a top notch. And the whole place was hopping and they were cheering. And then I got down, I didn't even get a chance to get back to work. She comes over to me to supervise, and she's like, "Get your." St-. She called me into a room. She goes, "Get your stuff and go. You're sacked." And I was like, looking at her, going, "What? Right. What did I do wrong?" <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so imagine that for being on stage, doing what I love. <laughs> so, yeah, just a
1: quick one there. While you said that, uh, mentioned that nightclub. We, did we um, cover uh, the podcast there about that nightclub where the um, the uh, the dark man refused to let, uh, a black lad into the nightclub, and it was branded as racist. You know and i worked there as a dormant right. I, many many years yeah. ago and i found yeah. all the staff very very good now they sacked didn't they, they sacked all the staff matthew they sacked all the security staff things, yeah, yeah all the security staff they sacked them yeah you know from you being walking there how do you think of like all the staff in the academy from the dorm do you think was this was a race of a racist attack or do you think it was just out of um perspective like it was um it wasn't a racist like you know. Would you think the were, that the men were a lot type of people like?
2: Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't like giving that it was a racist thing because I just feel like, you know, because I'm already Irish, it's just yeah. I look foreign because my parents are from Iran, so I have to have yeah. that. But I never feel it's a racist feeling. I, I felt, you know, when I was working there, everyone kept coming up to the bar, top-notch, top-notch, and people would come up to me more so to get drinks off me and get photographs of me. And I felt they didn't like that for the business. So I felt already there was a bit of that inkling. And, um, you know, the staff were amazing. You know, I don't yeah. have a laugh at them. You know, that's the thing I will miss from not working there. But at the end of the day, the supervisor just, when she said that to me, I was like, right, you know. That will. sounds like, a bit
1: like getting sacked for jumping on stage. You know, it's not in your contract, isn't it?
2: That's the thing. I've never seen anything like that but in then, the like You
1: jumped on stage, you had a bit of fucking banter, you know, with the, the, the yeah. pundits there, you know. I thought that would have yeah. been a good thing, not a bad thing.
2: That that's the thing. I was so shocked, and like having to leave at like two o'clock in the morning when I was supposed to leave about four o'clock, which I felt was wrongly done. You know, I definitely felt it was unfair dismissal. You know, yeah.
1: well, look at getting sacked for jumping on. Like to me, I always said and I always said again, you have to interact with the customers, regardless of who your customers are. You know. Yes. Yeah. And for a staff member to jump on the the stage and give a socks, you know, I think that's pretty awesome. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't see it. Marty, what do you think about that? Getting sacked for jumping on the stage? She
0: was even, she was saying she was invited on, yeah,
2: at, by the DJ. Like
0: she jumped on, like, you know, she was invited yeah. on the job. The academy seems to like fired people for nothing because,
1: yeah, that's what I like, was trying to tell, like, you know, when she said that and then she defired the staff. So the deal seemed like, you know, Je- okay. a jealous
0: woman probably fired you, did she? A-, a woman fired you, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's right. Yeah, jealous, jealous bitch. Yeah, I'm well in the entertainment uh,
0: business, someone's entertaining the customers, I'm gonna fire her, you know, because <laughs> I'm yeah. a jealous
1: person. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If I was the supervisor and manager there, right, and you work for me, right? And you were mm-hmm. invited on the stage by yeah. the DJ and you know everybody just starts screaming, Stop Notch, stop notch. I probably would have um said, You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to go on the stage one of this. That's what I would do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you on stage and I'm going to be selling tickets at the door, or else online. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Nothing, you, you're you not going to lose anything by doing it, you know. But if I'm sitting on the manager and the whole crowd is screaming your name, I'm like, okay, top notch is coming. You want it? You got it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the whole point. Yeah. The, so. job, the company is all about selling drink and entertaining the customers. That's what it's all about, selling yeah. the alcohol. So. If they're sitting there screaming top notch, top notch, I'm going to sit there and go, okay, I'm going to put you on stage. I'm going to hopefully have the same amount of people scream top notch, like at the bar, and they're buying drinks, you know, or they'd probably do um, a top notch menu, you know, or something like that, you know, yeah. and see, see this as a sell. I wouldn't sack you for it. Yeah, exactly. As yeah. Maggie said, I yeah. fucking must love fucking sacking people in that fucking club, you know?
2: I'm telling you, yeah. And I know, I mean, like
1: me walking there, I never got them vibes. Hey, All I yeah. got was good vibes. And like seeing that video, I'm like, okay, like they're saying it's racist. There's no proof that it's, it's being racist. And they sacked uh, all the security staff. And then you jumped on stage, and they sacked you. And what year was that that yeah. you that, that you worked there that they sacked
0: you?
2: So it's literally last Halloween. It was on Halloween night.
0: Were you there longer? Were you on a full contract more than twelve months or anything? No. No. So it wouldn't have
2: been more ah, than twelve. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah, they can yeah. fucking do what they want. That's, yeah, that's what, that's what they do. They do, uh, like with the security, you know, they do that all the time. They they know yeah. the story, just want to they fucking sack you for any reason, you know. And as I said, that could be out with jealousy, you know. Because I don't see, I can't see any other reason why they would sack you.
2: Yeah.
1: If I anything, they, they should fucking use their fucking brain and say, okay, I'm going to fucking put you on stage next week or next month or something, you know. I have Wednesday yeah. free here, so you know, or a Saturday night, you know, I'm going to put you on stage and let you whack out three or four songs and see what happens.
2: Yeah, well, this is it, like, you know, as he was saying, like, the country's so backwards in the sense of this is a place to have entertainment, bring love and happiness into the place, and then you you do bring that in and then you get sacked for it, so it's like, it's so backwards, like, yeah. I know a
1: lot of rappers, they, they, they rap on the experience that they have. That's where the most of the music comes from. Would you yeah. have a rap about fucking the experience of the comedy giving them the yeah, fingers sure up or you know whip out that's a couple right. of legs and just give them the fingers up you know uh, yeah because they treat you like shit. that's to me yeah for sucking somebody jumping on stage especially at two o'clock in the morning when there's no public transport you
2: know and who
1: gave you the name top notch where's that name so, come from
2: yeah so i would have been busking with the rapper my childhood with a good friend of mine, Tommy Dunn, the rapper, so I would have grown up with him, you know, in the music scene, and we were busking this time in town, and after I was just real buzzed, and I go to him, this is top-notch, and he goes, that's it, that's your name, and then it's stuck ever since. Yeah, so I'm going to be going on holidays, I'm not going to say where yet, just it's a surprise for my birthday, I'll be there in April, and I'm going to be shooting a music video over there for my track, Unbreakable. So there's a couple of tracks there on the Spotify, it's under Top Notch 2.6. six.
0: really good what you're doing, like, you, know, you might as well get the recognition, it's out there, it's just people are waiting to be a- approached with it. Like, um, yeah, I
2: appreciate that a lot.
0: And you're know, the first, uh, first woman we've ever had on
1: out oh, of what? Well, oh yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, she is the first woman, yeah.
2: Thanks. Just another thing as well, just to let, you know, I know a lot of kids in school and what I enjoyed when I was in school growing up, I just want to let them all know when they're listening to the podcast. To keep going, follow their dreams, not give up. You know, it can be rocky along the way, but, you know, it does get better to just keep the faith and keep going. Guts Over Fear podcast, hosted by Matthew Cullen and Brian Warner. Follow on Twitter at Guts Over Fear, IE.